From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. Welcome, everyone, to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Bishop Robert Casson. The televising of today's Mass is made possible by contributions from three donors. The first is from Steve and Cheryl Gartner from Whitehorse, Yukon, for the repose of the soul of Larry Joseph Gartner, who passed away peacefully in his home on May the 1st, and for the comfort and the support of his loving widow, Diane, and their children and grandchildren. The second contribution is from Andrew and Cynthia Obima from Dorchester, Ontario, for the living and deceased members of the Obima and Oakley families, and in thanksgiving for blessings received, and for our frontline workers and priests and religious. And the third is a contribution from an anonymous donor from Blessed Trinity Parish in Toronto in memory of Florine Pires, who passed away peacefully on April the 21st at the age of 76. She was the wife of the late Erwin Pires, mother of Anne, mother of Roshan and his wife Cheryl, and sisters Celine and Angie, and nephew and nieces in Australia, New Zealand, and Sri Lanka, and grandmother to Lucas and Tobias. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. peace be with you. Sisters and brothers, at the outset of Mass, let us call to mind our sins and humbly ask God and neighbor for forgiveness. You came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You intercede for us at the right hand of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who filled the priest and martyr, St. Maximilian Kolbe, with a burning love for the Immaculate Virgin Mary, and with zeal for souls and love of neighbor, graciously grant through his intercession, that striving for your glory by eagerly serving others, we may be conformed even unto death to your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord came to me. 
Mortal, make known to Jerusalem her abominations, and say, Thus says the Lord God to Jerusalem, Your origin and your birth were in the land of the Canaanites. Your father was an Amorite, and your mother a Hittite. As for your birth, on the day you were born, your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed with water to cleanse you, nor rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in cloths. No eye pitied you to do any of these things for you out of compassion for you. But you were thrown out in the open field, for you were abhorred on the day you were born. I passed by you and saw you flailing about in your blood. As you lay in your blood, I said to you, Live and grow up like a plant of the field. You grew up and became tall and arrived at full womanhood. Your breasts were formed and your hair had grown, yet you were naked and bare. I passed by you and looked on you. You were at the age for love. I spread the edge of my cloak over you and covered your nakedness. I pledged myself to you and entered into a covenant with you, says the Lord God and you became mine. Then I bathed you with water and washed off the blood from you and anointed you with oil. I clothed you with embroidered cloth and with sandals of fine leather. I bound you in fine linen and covered you in rich fabric. I adorned you with ornaments. I put bracelets on your arms, a chain on your neck, a ring on your nose, earrings in your ears and a beautiful crown upon your head. You were adorned with gold and silver, while your clothing was of fine linen, rich fabric, and embroidered cloth. You had choice flour and honey and oil for food. You grew exceedingly beautiful, fit to be a queen. Your fame spread among the nations on account of your beauty. For it was perfect because of my splendor that I had bestowed on you, says the Lord God. But you trusted in your beauty and played the whore because of your fame and lavished your whorings on any passerby. Yet I will remember my covenant with you in the days of our youth, and I will establish with you an everlasting covenant in order that you may remember and be confounded and never open your mouth again because of your shame, when I forgive you all that you have done, says the Lord God. The word of the Lord. my strength and my might. He 
has become my salvation. You have turned from your anger to comfort me. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will stay in that day. Give thanks to the Lord. deeds among the nations. You have turned from your anger to comfort me. Sing praises to the Lord for he has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. Shout aloud Sing for joy, O royal Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. You have turned from your anger to comfort me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Some Pharisees came to Jesus and to test him, they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause? Jesus answered, Have you not read that the one who made them at the beginning made them male and female, <clears throat> and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate." They said to him, Why then did Moses command us to give a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her? Jesus said to them, It was because you were so hard-hearted that Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, Whoever divorces his wife, except for unchastity, and marries another, commits adultery. 
His disciples said to him, If such is the case of a man with his wife, it is better not to marry. But Jesus said to them, Not everyone can accept this teaching, but only those to whom it is given. For there are eunuchs who have been born so from birth, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others. And there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this who can. The Gospel of the Lord. Upon hearing today's scripture readings, we might be inclined to ask, what on earth are we to make of these two readings? They seem to be, at first sight, a jumble of contrasting words and images. They don't seem to fit together. What could God be trying to tell us? What useful spiritual message can be found? And how can these texts be connected to the martyr Maximilian Kolbe? Well, I will propose that there is an underlying idea, a theme that can be pulled from the scriptural texts. And the theme is God's covenant. That means God's relationship of love with people that is so strong, so indestructible, so permanent that there is nothing we can do to destroy the bond of love. That is the kind of God we have, a God of the covenant, a God who loves us freely totally and completely, in spite of our sinfulness. That is today's message. God loves us freely, totally, and unconditionally in spite of our sinfulness. Let me explain briefly. First, the prophet Ezekiel describes a girl born into a world of poverty and corruption, whose mother might have been a prostitute, and who abandoned her daughter, uncared for and unloved. How tragic. Then, as the story goes, the Lord God passes by and sees the girl. He falls in love with her. He adopts her. He establishes a covenant of love with her. Rich food is given to her, the finest of clothing, the most beautiful of jewels. These are the visible signs of the covenant. But the girl grows up to reject that covenant of love. She gets caught up in self-centeredness and sinfulness. Then, as we are told, God renews his covenant. 
And that is how God relates to each of us in our sinfulness. Secondly, in today's gospel, Jesus makes very clear his teaching on marriage. It is like a covenant, a covenant of love between a man and a woman and God. Unless it is unlawful for some reason, the covenant is indestructible. It is permanent, just as God's love is permanent. Today is the memorial of St. Maximilian Kolbe, the priest who, in Nazi concentration camp, accepted upon himself another man's punishment. That punishment was death. Maximilian offered his own life so that another man, a husband and a father, could live. I like to think that it was the memory of God's covenant of love that sustained Maximilian in his death and that empowered him to be for us a powerful witness to God's covenant of love. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divine life of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O God, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me of my iniquity, cleanse me of my sin. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We present our oblations to you, O Lord, humbly praying that we may learn from the example of St. Maximilian to offer our very lives to you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For the blood of your blessed martyr, Maximilian, poured out like Christ to glorify your name, shows forth your marvelous works by which in our weakness you perfect your power and on the feeble bestow strength to bear your witness. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before your majesty, without end, we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, that your church is spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, together we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with all of you. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. We pray, O Lord, that renewed by the body and blood of your Son, we may be inflamed with the same fire of charity that St. Maximilian received from this holy banquet through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us go in the peace of Christ. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. Please remember that all requests for prayers are included in our Prayer Intentions book and shared with all of our celebrants.